What is up and welcome ladies and gentlemen to episode 11 of the Unfiltered Fitness Podcast. As always, sitting here today with Luke Triveline, my name is Seth Bessie, we are your hosts for today. And today we're just going to kind of come in and chat about what we're thinking about in terms of fitness, things that we're coming across with our jobs and uh, our clientele. So we're just kind of having a general chat today, no um, fixed topic. So we're going to just like talk what's on our minds. So Luke, what are you thinking about lately? Uh, I was just thinking about earlier, uh, working out with a client, that, um, just what to look for when you're, you're trying to train for your own body type, um, as far as like what to emulate for. You know, when I was younger, I grew up watching, you know, Stallone, Van Damme, Schwarzenegger, those type of bodies. But, you know, knowing my genetics, I'm not a, a super tall guy. So I had to, you know, what I emulated more towards was like a old school bodybuilding guy. His name was Franco Colombo or uh, Frank Zane were two. They weren't huge guys, but they were, um, you know, thick and muscular and, you know, on the shorter end of... Super of, shredded. Yeah, just more of my style of what I thought my body could get to, at least naturally. Uh, so that's why I emulated towards... Also, you know, I'm a wrestler and there's other wrestlers that, you know, genetics that their their body, you know, styles look like that I thought I could get to. And that was a big motivator for me as far as, you know, going to the gym and lifting that I thought I eventually I could look like these guys without, you know you know, looking at a six five guy or obviously I'm not, you know, basketball player type body or, you know, I thought what what I could get to as far as, you know, someone to look up to. And that's why I always, you know, either watch those guys and whatever they did or, you know, just really admired their physiques. And I thought, you know, if I could lift and do those type of things that, that I could get to that, you know, point someday. And that always has pushed me towards, uh, you know, staying motivated and staying on point and staying you know, even going back and watching, you know, we had Rocky on the last couple of days of the gym, just watching that, you know, the, always keeps me motivated and, you know, working towards uh, any goal or, you know, staying on top or not like falling behind on, you know, where I'm at in my training. I think a lot of people should find someone that they can look for and not airbrush, you know, models on magazines or, you know, guys all juiced out and, you know, so, I mean, if you want to be a bodybuilder and, you know, that's what you want to do, that's fine. But as far as the other 98% of people, you know, finding either a celebrity or an athlete or somebody that's built, you know, similar towards you that you you could use as motivation to work out and, you know, get to eventually possibly look like or, you know, act like as far as, you know, aesthetic looking goes. But, you know, right. I don't know if you feel the same way. But Yeah, definitely. Like if you're – especially it's something to think about if that's what you're looking at because – like if you're 350 pounds right now and you you know that you have like a huge weight loss journey ahead of you, chances are you're probably never going to look like Brad Pitt and Troy. Like right. <laughs> you need to be like super realistic. But it like, yeah, it helps to have somebody to aim towards. Um, but then also just being realistic in your expectations of like the way, like you said, the way that you're built, you know, the way that, um, you know, a realistic body image that you can kind of shoot toward that will keep you motivated and keep you driven, but still like, you know, is like reaching for you so that it's actually uh, something that you're gonna have to work towards. Like I have some clients for sure, like like our client, my client Pat, like dude's 250 pounds. He's a pretty husky guy. Like there's no way Pat is ever gonna look like a runner. Like his body just isn't built like that. He's built more like a freaking barbarian. Like, Yeah, and, I mean, to, to be like, all right, you're, you're five one and you want to look like a you know like supermodel who's five ten and just right. genetics are different and 
bone length are different. You're just not going to look the same. So I, it, I'm just saying it could be more of a detriment to, you know, think in your head that you're going to look like that because your genetics are completely different. That's why I think it's better to find someone similar towards your your height and bone structure that could be more of a realistic thing to shoot for. Right. And, like, you see, like, you have some obviously, like, old uh, – like idols in terms of like Stallone, Van Damme, like right. older guys who are like legends of uh, of just overall like body image and masculinity, and I feel like there's not a lot of that anymore. I, we were actually just kind of talking about that recently. Like, you can only name like maybe one or two guys that are you know big celebrities who are doing movies that are like super masculine men who look jacked and like super super juiced up for right. like specific roles and like. The only one that I could think of just offhand is Chris Hemsworth. Like, he just got Hemsworth, huge. The Rock, and The Rock. Right, and The know. Rock, yeah. Who is, like, bigger at 50 than he's ever right. been in his entire life. The trend's really working. <laughs> right, yeah, which is, by the way, absolutely not natural. Like, people thinking that The Rock is not taking steroids is just a joke. Or whatever he's taking, something. Right, right. So, but yeah, like, there's not a lot of, uh, a, a lot of celebrities these days that look, that have that, like, huge, you know, physical look. Um, not like they used to anyway back in the 80s. And uh, Chris Hemsworth, you say Hemsworth? Right, yeah, Hemsworth. Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yeah, right. he's pretty big. and like, But they're only big for a role for the most part. Evans, or Hemsworth stays pretty big, Evans not so much. Right. But like Stallone, Van Damme, Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. they, they stayed like that. That was their look, that was what made right. them popular, and they continued that, not just one role type of thing. That's why like anybody can get... Like celebrity, like you know, yeah. you, you get them on the right prion for a while, they'll look good, but then they go back to looking normal. But to stay fit and stay active and stay like a, a look for a long period of time is what you know I always look admired a little bit more. Right. Do you think that like those old school guys like Van Damme and Stallone? Do you think that because we were kind of talking about like how they might have been juicing? Do you think that they were juicing forever? Like Arnold probably was like because Arnold's had like so much, so many health issues at this point, right? Uh, I mean. I don't know what they were taking, or what, but they also had to have crazy diets and crazy workout regimens. Oh, I for mean, sure. I mean, they, and it's not like uh, Van Damme or Stallone were like massive, like Arnold. They weren't like bodybuilder right. big. They were more like, they were solid size, but they were more like shredded um, right. than they were like massive. Van Damme, I would say the least, he gave me that the least, uh, you know, being on, because he was a martial artist, if you need to be flexible and all that mm. type of stuff. Uh, so he seemed the least to be either on something or whatever. Stallone, I could for sure see. I mean, obviously Arnold admitted to it. He was a bodybuilder. That's what he right. did. Uh, for I mean, all of the, the bodybuilder guys I alluded to earlier, obviously we're probably doing it, but, right. you know, uh, but it, it, to be in that good of shape all the time, I, mean, I never saw Stallone, like, fat in anything or right, overweight right. or, you know, just <laughs> a normal-looking dude right. until, you know, you got older. And even when he's older, he's still pretty in damn good shape. So Right. What did you think about Patrick Swayze? Swayze, no, I think he was all natural to me. Yeah. I mean, he was just more like, really, he's not a very big guy. I mean, he looked like he maybe walked around 150, 160. Right, He looked right. pretty lean and small. Um, he looked small. Is he, he's the one, I'm, for some reason, I have this image in my head of him, like, holding, a, like, the splits in between, like, chairs or something like he that. He was, I think he did some type of martial art. Um, but he had to have been super flexible. Yeah, I mean, but again, he was more of a masculine dude. I mean, he was, right. he played a bouncer in a, you know, a bunch of, clubs that but it, what was he about five eight 150 you know like so right. obviously he played a masculine dude he wasn't like a, a pussy or anything right but you know right. I, I think 80s guys were a little tougher 
you know, 80s and the 90s, like just the look, the acting, yeah, the, for sure. the physicalness. Now more things are like CGI'd and, you know, yeah. superhero type stuff, which again, it's cool, but I think it it's not like these dudes aren't like actual, t- like I feel right. like Stallone, if he got in a fight, would be all right. You know what I mean? Right. Swayze, if he got in a fight, would be all right. These guys that are, even now they get in shape for a role, I don't think if they got in a street fight, could yeah. fight. I, that's kind of the difference. And that's like the mentality I wanted to be like physically, right and aesthetically tough, right. not just looking, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with just looking right. good. I'm not saying that, um, but... You know what was always pretty impressive to me? Like, So Chris Pratt, the dude from Guardians of the Galaxy... He was a wrestler. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah that's so funny. They all have... You guys all have that same like wrestler look to you. You're just like just almost like stocky but right. still agile and like able to move around like you look limber like even mario lopez from saved by the bell he, he oh really? yeah i think he took like third in the state in california or something. wow damn so he's a good wrestler mm-hmm. yeah chris pratt like i was always super impressed that like the first guardians or first marvel movie that he was in he was like kind of tubby most... and like well no the first one he was jacked yeah he was tubby in uh, Parks and Rec right and then he got in shape and then for, he got in shape for yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy and then in the show that he just and then his career took off after he yeah. got in shape <laughs> yeah. yeah he got super in shape so yeah I'm getting shape maybe yeah. he'll make millions I don't know it's funny too cause like you wonder there's definitely not to talk too much about celebrities but we're just kind of chatting today anyway but like Jonah Hill Jonah Hill was always like the fat guy right. and it was a joke that he was the fat guy right. and then he got into shape and he stopped getting jobs like right. I don't know if maybe that's a well he was typecasted and then he didn't right. want to be typecasted as the fat funny guy he wanted to get in more serious roles I think right um, and I think there is something to say about like you're taken more seriously when you're in shape versus out yeah. of shape I don't I don't for sure I, I don't think there's studies on it but you know like when a fat guy is telling you something right. versus an in shape person or you know even with like an extremely good looking person mm-hmm. versus like a really ugly person i hate right. to be like that but like there's stereotypes for sure like yeah. if you're a fat person you're probably goofy and like sloppy and or just taken like that way you know what i mean right. like if you look right. at all the fat guys like chris farley john candy those right. type of roles like they're always like the goofy big guy right um you know, and sometimes it's the other way. We're being like a big muscle head. You're kind of thought of as a, just a dumb meathead. Doesn't mean right. they don't think of you like all, you know, like some of the old <laughs> Schwarzenegger stuff. Like you're just yeah. typecasted as a, you know, a meathead. Right. That just all you do is lift weights and don't kinda know anything dummy. else. Well, that was all of Arnold's roles. Like every Arnold role was like, I just felt like he was always kind of goofy. Like not that he was, not that he was um And he's really smart. Handle himself. Right, exactly. And so was Stallone. Right. But I'm thinking, like, Jingle All the Way. He's, like, right. kind of an idiot in that movie. Well, he's got the accent, right? He's got the right. gap in the teeth, you know? Right. And he's a big, huge, muscular sure. man. I mean, <laughs> you can definitely see how... But just, to, again, to go off of looks, I guess it depends on who you're talking to. Right. Um, you know, like, yeah. And I think people are more drawn to an attractive person for whatever reason. Even yeah. if you go into, you know, you, you go in and there's... A bunch of receptionists i mean you're kind of drawn to maybe like the best looking one or mm-hmm. a guy that's a server you know like it's right. more tips because he's right. better looking doesn't mean he's a better server no. or whatever but it's just i think the nature of human beings are yeah. you know just more attracted to that type of stuff yeah it's a tough world i mean you just the reality is is that you're going to do better if you're better looking but at the end of the day it's better to be uh an ugly jacked guy than an ugly fat guy. Right. Well, you're old for two, at least right. one. You better have a brain and some, right. you know, some other stuff going for you. Right, which makes me think, too, like, you know, kind of going back to uh, 
what you were talking about in terms of like the the body sh- style that you were looking for like you kind of were always looking at fighters or at least guys who were fighting in movies yeah you know and my dad was a wrestler and i grew up watching rocky with my dad so i mean obviously you know as a kid you want to be like your dad you want right. you don't want to be a pussy for your dad mm-hmm. you know like that type of stuff so I, i'm sure that was a part of it you know right. where that you know, I, I think I grew up thinking Rocky was like an actual, yeah. <laughs> like fight when I was a kid. Cause I remember like watching it and him having me watching it, and um, you know, and he, I, I remember he used to make he used to rent the VHS of the original UFC fights, and we would watch them. You know, when I was a kid, and this oh is like gosh. early nineties. Yeah. So you know, like I've always been around that type of stuff. I mean, right. that's just what was in my. You know surroundings when I and obviously I think that happens for a lot of you. You are this what your surroundings are. I mean that's why you usually see an overweight kid. There's probably overweight parents. You see an in shape kid. You see pretty good in shape parents. I mean, right. As far as being like youth, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like obviously a high school kid can get in shape and the parents are out of shape. But I mean like usually you know like they you are you know if your parents are very in were very into academics they're probably pushing it on their kid to be very right. into academics. So I mean that was a big part of you know, why I was looking towards to emulate those things. Right. But The other thing, too, about, like, getting in shape and just being, like, generally jacked, like, I remember the first time we rolled, I didn't really ever notice, because how tall are you? You're only, like... 5'5". Five, 5'5", five. Five, five, right. So, like, I never really even noticed that you were shorter, and when we rolled, you were strong as shit, and I'm like, damn, this guy's beating the hell out of me. Like, and then when I saw you, I never really realized that, and still, even to this day, I don't see you as, like, shorter than me. And it's, <laughs> that's like, a, that's like, it's a mental thing, but it's how people see you. But imagine if you were 5'5", five, five and you only weighed 140 pounds. Right. Like, you would, people Well, yeah, would I mean, it definitely, like, it definitely makes you more, well, I don't want to say intimidating, but I'm sure it, Right. It helps, but, I mean, it just broadens you out. It makes you wider. I mean, when your frame, it, you know, if you're 5'7", 130 pounds, you're not going to come off as as very menacing or big or mm-hmm. whatever, or even just you might come off as shorter. But, I mean, if you're a 5'7", 190, right, right, you look bigger, you, you're thicker, you're, you know, you look right. big from side and front. Um, I think it just makes you look big again even if you're 6'1 but you're 6'1 a buck 50 right for 6'1 225 yeah. you're gonna look taller you're gonna look <laughs> yeah. bigger you're gonna look I mean, even though you are but right. you know it, it definitely right. or, or a woman going the opposite way mm-hmm. you're gonna look probably shorter if you're 5'1 a buck 70 or you're 5'1 110 yeah you know you put you you lean out and leaning you know makes you look a little bit you know as far as girl goes taller and if you're and if you're thicker you're gonna look a little rounder and shorter so you know that's why you you gotta really use your genetics to the best of what you got i mean obviously i'm not tall so i had to do what i could with my genetics right well that's something that like speaking about women and in the way that women have dealt with that because men usually like i don't i think that men in terms of talking in terms of like body dysmorphia almost like as soon as you start lifting you're just you always feel small right. like what you mentioned the other day like it, men kind of get that a little bit especially because of who we look up to in terms of like uh physical fitness and like people like chris hemsworth and rocky and van damme and stuff like we always feel small and stuff like that but i'm sure i know for a fact that women always feel flabby or whatever and like right. i think that um so apparently there's been like this body positivity crap going on lately where like they're doing 
um, like plus shape or plus size models, like actually on websites and stuff like that, and like mannequins now. So you're actually mm-hmm. seeing what you would look like in those clothing. Now, you know, is that a good or a bad thing? I don't really know. But like the fact that people are able to see more realistic shapes in terms of like what that would actually look like versus, okay, I'm looking at buying this, uh, I don't know, Victoria's Secret bra and this this woman who's literally like 6'3 and weighs 100 pounds is wearing it versus like someone right. who is 5'2 and weighs, you know, 130, like an ap- an actual sized woman. Right. Um, it's just like a very different, uh, I think people are getting more progressive with that kind of stuff. You know, I don't mind that they're trying to, you know, because like I think Abercrombie got in trouble years ago for, yeah. you know, this and that. But yeah, um, only hiring hot people. Yeah. Like <laughs> there's a. You should be comfortable with where you're at on the process to where you're trying to get. So, I, you know, if you're trying to lose weight and you're 30 pounds overweight, all right, be comfortable. You know what I mean? But, you know, keep working towards your goal. I get that there could be a possible, like, heavier manic or something. But but you shouldn't be 30 pounds overweight, right? I mean, you should be working to get healthier. It's not just always about aesthetics either. I mean, the more overweight you are, the more complications you're going to have or right. eventually have due to, you know, just large amounts of body fat. So... I get that they're trying to be a little more open with stuff, but I, I I don't believe in a lot of it. But you know, t- but to promote being fat is okay. Oh yeah, that's a different story. Is not the same as okay. You're overweight. Be comfortable where you are on the process of losing weight to getting healthier right. and looking better. And again, we're not talking about getting down to have to be six pack abs and rip supermodel. None right. of that. Most people aren't going to be that, and that's totally understandable. Or have time, or want to dedicate right. eating healthy all the time and right. doing all that. So that's totally understandable. Just getting down to a, a healthy body weight where your you know all your vitals are normal and all that right. type of stuff is at least where you should be achieving. Not saying hey i'm 50 pounds overweight i'm just curvy and you know my dad's yeah. overweight so it's okay for I'm me to be bone. right like, there's that, there's a difference there's a line right. there between that right and, well i think that that's that's like that's got to be a small minority of people who are actually saying that seriously and saying like it's okay to be fat like i think most people recognize that when you're overweight when you're fat like when you're truly overweight and you're at the point where you're unhealthy and you're having problems with your health that most people recognize that that's not good and that's honestly um i would say morally wrong like you shouldn't be so fat and have so little control over the way that you eat and how much you exercise that you were literally dying like and you're going to an early grave because of it that's a that's a problem but um but i think there's a small minority of people that are actually saying that's okay I think what most people feel is that like um, they're very uncomfortable with their situation right now and they want to get skinnier, but they don't want to give up certain things, which is like most people's predicament. But like you said, like accepting the things that you can't change, like especially if you, you know, you've got issues with, you know, different areas, whether it's you're ugly, like (laughs) it's like, yeah, you're never going to change that. Like you might be able to do certain things, like especially with the way that women do makeup now, but like you're not going to be able to change certain things about your life and you need to just accept that and and not be self-conscious about it. And like, I could see why women get pissed off about like unrealistic body images and stuff like that when it comes to that. Right. Because like, you know, everything is fake. Everything on magazines, like everything on TV and movies, it's all airbrushed and fake. And it's like, 
I could definitely see why people get pissed off about it, but then at the same time, it's like, you know, you just need to move on. Well, to me, being being fat is okay. It's like being stupid is okay. Like, unless you have a That's learning a really disability, point. you know, you can get smarter. You could pick up a book. The library is free, mm. right? And yeah, does it cost money to have a trainer? Absolutely. But if you can't afford a trainer, go outside and move your fat ass around. <laughs> I mean, it's really, if, if you don't know where to start, start moving more. I mean, you could walk more. I'm sure you're yeah. not doing much of it now. Right. Same thing with someone that's like, I'm just stupid. Well, no, it sounds like you're just lazy. It's just, right. you, you can educate yourself. There's free education everywhere. There's YouTube, right. there's the library, there's anything you could do. Again, minus a learning disability or as far as being overweight, having some type of, you know, genetic disorder. Right. But everybody else, I mean, it's just an effort thing. I can't control being shorter, but I can control what I look like. I can control what I put in my body. I control right. the energy I put into the things I do. Right. Um, so those are things that are definitely, you know, in your control. Right. And that's the big question. Like, are people fat and stupid or are people just lazy? Like, the, the reality is, like, yeah, we're predisposed to do more things that are, like, super lazy now than we ever did before. Like, back in the 50s, people didn't sit on the couch and watch TV for four hours on a Saturday. Like, they just didn't do that. People were up and moving around. They played outside. Like, kids played outside. They didn't just stare at iPads all day. So, like... Yeah, we're predisposed to being a little bit more leaning into like entertainment, which usually means that you're not burning many calories. But if you are, if you live in the United States and you have a smartphone, there's literally no excuse for you to not be at least decently educated and in good enough shape to be healthy. Like that's just laziness. If you recognize that there are things that you could do and you're just not doing them, it's just because you don't care and you're lazy. And you don't need, for 90% of people, you don't need more information to get into shape right. or or to get smarter. You just need to act on what you already know. Right. I mean, people know McDonald's isn't good for them, and they know broccoli is good for them, especially, right. I mean, as an adult. <laughs> Maybe not as a kid. And I, I think I've said this before, but I do believe that uh, just society has to do a better job as far as educating kids. As right. far as, you know, parents down to the kids and the school system doing a better job of teaching about health. I think there needs to be, there should be some type of physical class each semester, every year. There should be some type of um, education on your, you know, your body, your mind, uh, how to stay in shape, how to eat right, how to prepare food. Uh, that's not, you know, in high school you do like one semester and that's it. Right. And they expect you, and, and then it's not even like taken seriously. No. You know, in middle school you do some... You, do, you dick around with some badminton and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever thing they're doing in gym class instead of actually teaching you how to do a lunge, how to do a squat, how to do a push-up, how to write this down, how to track it, how to, you right. know, just what a calorie is, what, what what's healthy food, what's healthy, what unhealthy food is, how to, you know, log some stuff. I mean, that, and those are basic things that most adults don't even know and because it's they're not educated on so i don't blame most people for not knowing because no one taught them Mm. Uh, but once you're an adult you know if you don't know then i blame you for not going out and finding the answer right you know it's not you can make (laughs) correct decisions once you know better and you're on your own you you know your mom and dad aren't putting food on the table for you every day they're making you know you kind of your options are limited there when you're an adult and you buy your own food and if you don't know and you're confused or you know you're not losing weight or you're out of shape 
then ask or find out or read a book or get a trainer, whatever it is. Right. You know, we got to do a better job there. You know, I try and teach my kids as early as I can about, I had them here at the gym yesterday. Right. Again, I'm not making them do like crazy things, but they know right. that going to the gym is healthy for them and it makes their bones and muscles stronger and eating things are good for you that help you feel good. And then there's other things that you eat that make you feel bad. And you know, that's where I'm keeping it at for now, but at least they have an idea. Right. Yeah, and I think with the older generation, too, like, I don't know how many people over 60 that we have listening, but, like, I've noticed for some reason in the last, like, few years that the older generation can be so freaking gullible with things that they hear about health and fitness. Like, I can't tell you how many times my dad has asked me about, like, this fad diet or this right. fad supplement. Like, oh, I heard that you're supposed to not eat until noon every day. And it's like, right. okay, like you know, use your brain. Like, I understand if you've never learned anything about this before, but like, if you don't know, then, you know, you need to ask people that, you know, are actual professionals instead of just hearing crap online and reading crap on Facebook and then just believing it with absolutely no evidence, no research. Like, that's why people are so sold on crap that just is absolute fad diets. Like there was a low fat diet that was going around in the nineties. And then it was, you know, now it's, now it's low carb and keto and, and then intermittent fasting and like all this stuff. And like, at the end of the day, you need to, if you, if, if the person that you're asking information from about nutrition is not talking about being in a calorie deficit or being in a calorie surplus and eating all kinds of foods, then you're talking to the wrong person. Like there are, <laughs> you don't need to go to keto. You don't need to do Atkins. You don't need to do any of this crap. It's if you need to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. And, and yeah. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier about finding someone to emulate. It may not even have to be a celebrity or something like that. But if you've known somebody that's been in shape for a long period of time, I'm not talking about, okay, they did a keto, they lost weight, they look kind of good now, looks good for six months. But we're talking about five, 10, 15, 20 years of been in shape, done it right. This ask them. They're obviously onto something. They right. they know you know what they're doing to an extent. I mean they're they're staying in shape. They're I mean as long as their health's good, you know they're not starving themselves and their you know blood pressure's one eighty or something no crazy like mm-hmm. you know finding somebody like I was saying earlier that can help you or at least you can emulate what they do that will really you know keep you away from buying the shiny supplement at the store or listening to whatever fad like you just said is going right. on. Right. Um, clearly, people that have done something for a long period of time have an idea what they're doing. Right. Especially if you know them, like you, you have so much more of an opportunity to actually get them to help you out. Like most people aren't just going to tell you to screw off if you ask them a question. Right. Like if you know somebody in your general sphere of influence, like you know, even if it's a coworker that you don't really talk to, just ask them like, Hey man, you look like you're in great shape. Like, what do you do? Would you I've had like- people stop me at the grocery store and be like, <laughs> what do you think? I'd be like, just, I'm like, I mean, it's kind of annoying, but like, dude, yeah. like literally, or like, I'll be sitting at the airport. I've been like, dude's like, dude, you're in really good shape. What do you like? They just start talking to me and asking me questions. Right. So, I, so I get that, you know, what we're saying is they're just wanting to know. Right. Um, For sure. But, you know, find somebody that you can, you know, obviously hiring a, a well-educated trainer was is mm-hmm. is a good way to go. But if you don't know anybody or can't find one or you're just in the meantime or whatever, you know, if you know somebody who's been in shape for 20 years, I mean, talk to them. What have they been doing? I highly doubt they're living 
purely on supplements and right. you know uh, you know doing every fad diet that's right. out there. Uh, they're probably just staying consistent. Right, and that's the thing too. Like people who stay in shape year round, decades at a time, those people usually aren't doing fad diet shit. Right. You know, like usually the people who are doing those crazy fad diets are like, I dropped forty pounds this year, and then two years later you see them and they look just as fat as they did right. before they started. So like. People who are flip flopping are probably not the people to get your information from as well. Right. Not to say that they're not trying, and you know, and obviously it's hard to do these some of these crazy diets that people are doing these days. I mean, like even you know my mother in law is doing the whole thirty diet right now, which is you know for the most part I think whole thirty is pretty solid, but still it's super restrictive. It's a huge change from what she's been doing over the last ten years. So it's like it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be right. really, really tough. And if she makes progress, great. But the 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 question isn't whether or not you can make progress with a fat diet. It's whether or not you can continually make progress and sustain that kind of lifestyle for the rest of your life. Well, I guess that kind of brings me up to my question: Is like, what do you think in the fitness industry or health industry right now is the biggest like joke? Whether it's nutritionally, <laughs> working out, any of that. Like, what do you think is like the biggest waste of time, waste of money? dumb thing that there is right now um i don't know why this is happening i'm i'm i think on social media more than you are but like people are eating raw meat all the time for some reason it makes no sense to me at all i i don't even i don't even want to i don't even think you need to dig into the studies to figure out that cooked meat is better for you than raw meat but like and tastes better yeah and it tastes better it's just it's not raw like you digest it easier i don't understand why it's becoming a thing i know like liver king when you asked me like the biggest joke i immediately thought liver king right i know that's a big thing right now but like even some guys that i respect on social media who like aren't really in that area of like fad shit and like really goofy stuff like this guy that I follow was eating raw ground beef the other day. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why? Why? Oh, it makes no terrible. sense. Yeah. And it, like, why? You're literally like, just torturing yourself for absolutely no reason. There's no proven benefits to eating raw meat over cooked meat. So it's just like fad shit. And it's weird. And then you get people who get like real weird and culty about it. And then they're like, oh, man, you got to start eating raw liver every right. day. It's like. No, probably not. Like, <laughs> those are the same people too that we just talked about who are always flip flopping on their right. health. Like, they work out for three months and then they just die and like right. they're eating like shit. And yeah, they just want to. They want something to like get them excited so that they can get into. Right. And like that's the same thing too with Liver King. He was like sleeping on a on a fucking pallet. Like he sleeps on a wood pallet at his house. He sleeps on the floor. He doesn't even sleep on a bed just because he's a weirdo. And people like started to do that. It's just... and, and how how often is he really doing that, or is that just for right? That's a good. Media? That's a great question. It's probably just for flexing on social media. I mean, that's what my mine is just social media people. Like in general, yeah. um, I, there are good people that well educated. I've read their books. They've gone through you know, actual accredited you know places to get things published, right. and not just a dude on social media posting his abs, right? Dosing out you know bullshit information. <laughs> I think there's just too many shitty people on the internet versus the good ones. For sure. Um, I'm, I'm obviously saying there are good ones, but I think there's just too many bad ones, and the and it fucks with people. I mean, it you know, you, again, like Liver King. Let's mm -hmm. say you're just high school kid, like right. wanting to get jacked, and right. you think I need to go eat raw testicles, and I, and I could look <laughs> like this dude when he's clearly on fucking fifteen thousand dollars a month worth right. of steroids. I mean, right. that could be very. 
right. disheartening. So, you know, that, that type of stuff bothers I, me. Dude, yeah. Liver King in specific, like, if you ever questioned that someone that you thought was on steroids, but you were like, oh, no, he says he's not, man. Like, no. If there was ever, like, a, a end-all, last nail in the coffin, it's, it's Liver King. Right. <laughs> he Especially pulled... when you get older, as you right. age. Like right. if you're getting more and more jacked, like into your 40s and 50s, yeah. you know, come if you started from nothing or whatever. But I mean, like right. we talked about the Rock earlier, right. Like, right? Being as big as he's ever been at 50 years old. <laughs> I mean, good for him. He looks good, and he's making millions of dollars, right? Um, but clearly not natural. Yeah, clearly juicing with a very expensive stack that no one's ever going to be able to achieve. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, are you good? I think I'm. You know. Bob wraps it up. Yeah, uh, we'll, I guess, talk more next time. Yeah, thanks, guys. See you.